Hi, and welcome to episode 28 of Walk to Work. Happy New Year. Uh, one of my resolutions, well no, I haven't made any resolutions, but one of, one of my plans for this year is to continue uh, Walk to Work. Um, ideally, uh, every week, at least for this year, uh, 100 episodes would be nice. Um, today I want to continue on... Uh, oh yeah, no, before I start, uh, I hadn't actually thought that I would get through, that I would actually manage to consistently do this, so I'd not, uh, this podcasting thing, so I've not, uh, sort of planned for it, um, but people, uh, keep telling me, oh, I've been listening to your podcast, so that's really exciting to me, uh, and a little bit, uh, scary, like, is it worth listening to me ramble on for 20 minutes? I don't know, um, uh, I really appreciate that, and so if you have any topics that you'd like me to talk about, um, any questions you'd like me to answer, any uh, follow-ups where you're like, hey Greg, you talked about this thing, but then you completely shortchange this huge topic that's really fascinating. Um, and if talking on a microphone is a fun thing for you, uh, maybe sometime I could phone you during my walk to work and we can have a conversation. Um, and try to set that kind of thing up. Uh, anyway, yeah, hit me up. Uh, so last episode I left on kind of a, a cliffhanger uh, because uh, I talked about the Biblu's uh, workshop concept but did not actually tell you any of how we carried it out. So uh, the concept is a weekend workshop in immersion, uh, it's uh, 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 Biggie uh, and Mihu organized this in um, Bern. Uh, it's, they've been organizing Biblu's in September for six or seven years now. Um, and they've been running this as uh, an immersion concept for the last three years. And kind of the idea is four teachers all teaching at the same time in the same room. Uh, mostly showing rather than telling. Um, the teachers and the students are ideally dancing the whole time uh, and um, uh, yeah so then the, the students get to pick uh, whose body uh, makes sense for them and they get to see the same movement uh, in different bodies. Uh, and then they get to practice uh, solo and partnered things uh, with each other and by being proactive in seeking out help from the teachers. So, uh, the teachers uh, in 2018 were Jenny Souden, Gabrielle Liu, Jess Feldbauer and myself. Um, and today I want to... Uh, so I promised that I would describe the... Uh, formations that we used uh, and some of our class plan and I think that's what I'll get to uh, today. Um, so the, the this is going to be very sort of descriptive and sort of sets up um, content for some of the things I'd like to discuss maybe next episode so sorry uh, still more cliffhangers. Um, yeah uh, so the, 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 the formations uh, that we use, the classroom uh, settings, 
Uh, we tried to keep them quite consistent. Uh, and overall, uh, we did a, a huge uh, check-in for our vocabulary and making sure we were using the same vocabulary across the four of us for when we were speaking or asking uh, students to do something. Uh, and so one of the formats was uh, basically the four of us in the centre and the students all in a circle of some description, uh, like either a proper circle or just uh, a massy circle uh, around us. Uh, and then the students can see all of us and uh, we can at least see some portion of the students. Uh, and so that was the way that we showed most uh, solo movement with them doing it with us, and so we kind of did uh, in-place drills there. Um, and we also uh, would demonstrate uh, partner movement um, in a sort of, here's what we're going to do, uh, and then have them do it. Uh, the other um, formations we had was uh, lines moving forward, so I think of them as uh, African lines uh, with the kind of uh, you wait. You have your people in uh, your you in your row, and all the people in the row go forward together, and the next row waits a little bit, uh, and then they all go forward together. Uh, and that spacing out allowed us to be the first row or the first line. I'm never quite sure which is the row or which is the line in this context, uh, and it allowed us to. Um, uh, also then intermingle back so that each uh, teacher could go back and be in front um, of uh, a new line. And so all lines uh, felt like they had someone that they could uh, watch as they were going forward. Uh, and then I also really like with lines that when you've got through to the end of the hall, uh, you can turn around and go back. And while you t uh, and just go back up the side, and while you're going back up the side, you can take a bit of a break. Uh, the next, um, those are the two major formations we had, and the only additional uh, kind of two things that we had were um, we we on two times we separated out into four stations, one with each teacher, so that we could kind of maximize uh, our ability to work one-on-one -on -one or one-on-few with a small group of uh, students. And um, the uh, last one was just, um, oh, we did a bit of kind of lines with one person at each wall so that we could do rotatey things and partner things in a way that everybody had someone to watch. Uh, and then the last one was uh, just feedback. There were a couple of situations where, oh yeah, no, uh, the other major one was uh, we came up with a name for it because we wanted it to uh, have certain properties that maybe uh, didn't carry through from other names. So we call it a flight round, uh, the idea uh, was that students be either solo or in partnership and they'd work in partnership with people for a bit and then they would change partners uh, kind of when they're done working with that partner and that gives them a bit of solo time while they look for a new partner um, and 
all four teachers are then kind of available for feedback or maybe a demoing. Um, and it gave us uh, the idea was that it would give us a lot of flexibility to allow the students to self-organize and allow us to intervene in uh, whatever way uh, suited us best uh, or in, to intervene improvisationally uh, within those. Uh, and then there was a feedback format uh, where we talked and just gave kind of one point each from the center and that was maybe the only time where we weren't uh, trying to actively encourage the students to move at the same time as us. Uh, but we kept that to a very small number. I think we did it maybe four times uh, in the whole eight hours of teaching uh, and each allowed ourselves maybe three sentences. Uh, so that's, that was a very short uh, part of it. Um, so yeah, those are the, the, the formations we used. And now the, the class plan we had, uh, the way it uh, worked out, um, and I cannot remember to what extent this was, I think it was mostly intentionally, uh, but it might have been also just a, an accident of how it worked out. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of unclear on what things we did intentionally um, and whose intention it was. Uh, like, was it everybody's intention that we do a thing? Was it uh, uh, one of us's intention that we do a thing that maybe got unvoiced or just got forgotten by me? Uh, and I'm not entirely clear on what were things that we thought versus things that I thought. So I'm going to try to stick to uh, I for the uh, uh, thoughts and intentions and we uh, for the things that we did and came up with. Uh, so what we did was the first day was kind of more foundations of solo movement, uh, working on pulse, um, African uh, movement, uh, an African pulse into blues pulse, um, working on alignments, uh, and a little bit secretly, but uh, very strongly working on, on grounding. Um, and the second day was more uh, applying this to concrete situations. Uh, and so the first day we started off... Oh yeah, one of the other thing that we did as a structural thing was to have one person be the MC for an hour. And so this meant they were in charge of music. They were kind of in charge of where we went next, of having a plan. But all of us uh, had the opportunity to uh, have input. Um, uh, and so we could either sort of take it as an opportunity to relax a little bit because it's very exhausting uh, teaching uh, non-stop and also kind of tracking what each of the other three teachers is currently doing or thinking or planning uh, so you only have one person to kind of check in with hey what's our plan for what we're doing next um, and you also can uh, kind of take a bit of a ride along uh, if uh, your, your um, planning brain is not quite there yet uh, and you just want to, uh, and you already have the rest of your teacher plane, brain of what we're doing, showing it the best of your ability and that kind of thing. So our first MC was Gabriel, uh, who uh, led us in uh, African movement. So starting really from um, uh, African music, West African music, 
and working on two kinds of pulse. One was a kind of pendulum uh, backwards and forwards and taking steps with that. And the other was a um, kind of more, uh, I think it is the pendulum back and forward is kind of ternary and the other one is kind of binary. I'm not sure if that's literally what we what we did. And so that one kind of more has uh, the uh, the knee coming up and the chest um, coming kind of in a little bit. And then as the knee goes down, the chest pops up. And so if you do it kind of a very exaggerated uh, way, uh, your sternum kind of comes down towards your knee, like a crocodile mouth closing, uh, and then opens up again on the, on the step. Uh, whereas uh, the other one, uh, your pelvis swings back as you prep the step and then swings forward as you go through the steps. Um, and so we worked on that on different kinds of rhythm and uh, a lot in solo. And we really kept at it for basically a whole hour. And it was really interesting how the not talking, um, the moving from different formations um, <clears throat> allowed us to really stick with it uh, in a way that Usually I'd be quite scared of doing, we basically only did three things. We did the ternary movement in place and forwards, the binary movement in place and forwards. Uh, we might have done a rhythm change or, or we might have done quicks and slows. Um, and that was about it. Uh, so yeah, we might just stick to just that uh, for a, a whole hour and we didn't get bored and the students didn't get bored. Um, uh, and that was that was really impressive. Um, we next took uh, those kind of same movements and added uh, towards the end added uh, blues music to them. Um, and then we kind of stuck with the ternary one to move into adding alignments when going forward and being conscious of those alignments. So there we had a, an MC switch to uh, Jenny, um, and she led us through. Uh, in the uh, all of us in the center, uh, some drills of moving uh, forward and backward with alignments, and then we took those into lines. Um, and so we had a mostly kind of contra-ish alignment. I think that's what we uh, spent a lot of the time uh, working on. So the hips um, uh, face uh, slightly uh, one way when your leg is going forward, and your upper body faces uh, the other way. And then we use that uh, into uh, close embrace uh, and how to just lead and follow moving forward and backward uh, in close embrace. In the third class, uh, we took this same concept uh, of uh, moving. We came uh, back again. It was me, the MC. Uh, we came back to kind of um, doing the... Uh, the movements with contra, uh, forward and backward, and kind of doing hesitation steps also forward and backward, and then going into a six count box. So like forward, forward, side, back, back, side, forward, forward, side, back, back, side. Uh, and I might have added a join, I can't remember. So it might have been forward, forward, side, join, back, back, side, join. can't remember, maybe it was, maybe, it, maybe we got there, maybe we didn't. I think we also had plans to get into other alignments, uh, 
But it turns out that the pace we were going, we were really able to take our time. And these things uh, take time to get into your body um, if you're thinking about them and also trying to keep uh, the pulse going and the musicality going and then adding it to partnering. Uh, I think we did partnering two ways. Uh, One was kind of in a practice embrace and one was in close embrace, uh, I think. Seems likely, yeah. And so there we kind of use partnering as a a sort of check-in. So you're both using it as a mirror of what you're doing to check that what you're doing is what you think you're doing. Um, And you use it um, for for partnering itself. Uh, The the alignments uh, are kind of sufficient to lead um, forward, backward, sidestep. And then the fourth class, uh, to break it up a little bit and to really benefit from the fact that we had four teachers for 40, 50 students, uh, was to set up four stations, uh, work on uh, allowing, giving students the opportunity to take a bit more ownership because they could choose which station they were at at any time. uh, And to also give them the opportunity to take these new things they were learning Uh, and put them into their own bodies, put them into, well, I mean, they were in their own bodies the whole day, but put them into context of dancing more generally. Uh, So uh, Jess took uh, musicality, Uh, Jenny took yes and, Uh, Gabriel took freedom, Uh, I think especially he was interested in follower freedom, Uh, and I took uh, moves. So I'll just talk about mine. Mine was kind of an interesting choice um, for me because I really don't care about moves very much. Um, But there I was uh, kind of interested in, oh, if we're taking these alignment ideas, uh, if we're taking these pulse um, ideas, how can we uh, either integrate them into the moves we already know or how can we use them as a way to generate new moves? and so I hadn't really thought through how the everyone can, is free to choose their station uh, would pan out. Uh, and I think I was maybe just a little bit too concerned of, will I have people in my station and will they stay or will they go to the other three amazing teachers? Uh, which is a bit of a silly concern to have uh, rather than just teach to the, the best. Or there it, wasn't, it was also not teaching. It was kind of guiding a practica uh, in a certain sense. And so... Uh, what I settled on and what I would probably do again is kind of have uh, a bit of a, a huddle, uh, a hey, let's try out this thing and then come back with what we found. And so you try out a thing, maybe you switch partners and then you come back and you say, oh, we found this thing. And then you're like, um, either let's all work on this specific thing and try to explore it a bit more or um, let's uh, try to come up with some new things. Uh, but with new people, uh, or let's move on to something else. So this frequently coming back to a huddle helped with giving uh, students the opportunity to uh, kind of uh, join whichever the four corners of the room they wanted and to switch over and when they arrive in a new place not be uh, completely lost for too long. and also that's why it's useful for the prompt to kind of keep changing. Uh, 
so that it's not and now we're building on this thing that most of you weren't here for since the beginning uh, that's a, a, an interesting way a challenging way of uh, teaching a class or guiding a practica uh, compounded with well if there was this odd student out uh, I would jump in and then I'd have to try to be a good part practica participant and a good participant uh, and a good um, practica guider uh, which is kind of challenging. Uh, I thought I think this was a really good way of um, ending the day, uh, changing to um, changing to a different formation uh, is a good way of uh, energizing a room. And this was a pretty tired room because because we've not been talking, um, it's a little bit more difficult. I think maybe to uh, keep everyone energized without talking. Uh, although also easier in other ways, maybe. Uh, especially as I'm a talker, uh, it's a lot easier to keep people dancing rather than have them suddenly be like, oh, Greg's going to go on a 20-minute rant on something. I guess I'll sit down right now. Uh, so, yeah, uh, because we've been talking less and also because we've been talking less, they've been dancing more. So at this point, they had been dancing out of the three hours, maybe... 2 hours and 45, 2 hours and 50 minutes non-stop, uh, uh, plus uh, small breaks in between, um, and so it was good to, to have something energizing and different at the end of the day. So that was the end of day one, and so uh, this I, I actually recorded in one go um, uh, this morning, I'm adding this just now. Um, uh, so I have another uh, some 15 minutes on day two so I'm going to cut off now um, and do day two in a separate uh, episode uh, just so as to not have the episodes be too long uh, yeah so that was day one stay tuned for day two uh, which I'll probably bring in uh, next week uh, I'll see you then until then take care